skin is a living part of your body and your largest organ. And as skincare experts for over 30 years, Dermalogica's number one focus is on empowering people to achieve their healthiest skin ever. Education is at the heart of everything we do. So our podcast brings advice from top skin health experts directly to you. Join us as we discuss research and skin technologies to help you get real results. Welcome to your skincare journey with Dermalogica. It's time to start living in your healthiest skin. So welcome to Living Skin. I'm Beth Bialco, and today we are talking all things about self-care for you and your client. We're going to be talking about the massage and the benefits of massage, the key features, even some massage mediums that you could be incorporating into your treatment. And then we're also going to wrap up our podcast talking about a new service enhancement from Dermalogica called Digital Detox. Now, I'm not going to be able to do this all by myself, so I have with me in uh, the studio doing our podcast today is basically what I call the UK resident skin guru and the international regional education manager, Angela Taylor. So welcome to the podcast, Angela. Hi, Beth. It's a real pleasure. I am an absolute fan of these podcasts, so it's a real privilege to get an opportunity to chat with you today. Uh, well, I am so glad you had the time to join us. So this is going to be something that I think we've both been looking forward to. Um, Angela and I have known each other for what, about 10 years now, I think. Yeah, it must That's, be, yeah. Yeah, 10 <laughs> years, which is crazy how the time has flown by. But yeah. you, I mean, you're definitely such an amazing inspiration, not only as a skin therapist, an educator, and a mentor. And I know you love everything skin, so I'm so excited to have you <laughs> with us today talking about all these great you know, benefits to massage and self-care. So we'll get into that in just a moment. But as the International Regional Education Manager, Angela is responsible for managing uh, Dermalogica training and curriculum development, as well as mentoring educators of about t- over uh, 24 countries. So you're also responsible for developing right the strategy, the launch and rollout of our new product innovations and service innovations throughout Europe, Africa, and the Middle East. So you are a busy woman. Yeah, <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's a real privilege to work with so many different countries because every culture brings so much diversity to our industry. So it's, and, and so many incredible women and men, but predominantly, obviously, it's a female dominated industry. So I get to work with some really strong, empowering women from all around the world, which is fantastic. Yes, that's fantastic. And it's we love, especially when, when we have our international education conference, when all of us can kind of like, right, get together and really train and connect and, and strengthen that community. Now, Angela, you've you trained in London um, was that over 24 years ago as skin and a body care therapist. When did you decide to get into the skincare industry? It's quite interesting, Beth, because when I was at school, um, I was fairly academic and I enjoyed school and I loved to study. Um, And then when I turned 16 and obviously I started to look at career choices, I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do, really. I'd originally thought about going into social work, actually, because I enjoyed that side of things um, and felt like I could do and make a change. But actually, when I was walking around colleges, funnily enough, skincare and in particular obviously there it was called beauty therapy that was the qualification it was called in my uh, time and I 
I just love the thought of working with people. I've always been quite a social person. I enjoy the human connection, interaction, meeting different people, and also just making a difference, I think. And that was probably why originally I wanted to do social work. Um, and it was just something I fell in love with. And then, so at 16, I actually went on my initial training, which was two years, and qualified at 18 and then went into the industry um, and there from there kind of obviously built my experience and different qualifications and then at about 23 I think I was I then took a step into teaching so I then decided that actually what I loved was training and training people mentoring guiding uh, and that then started my sort of love affair of teaching and the skincare industry and then of course I met Dermalogica and the rest is history really well, I know, I mean, definitely working with you and then all of the therapists and educators that you train around the world are so appreciative that you decided to go into skincare and follow <laughs> your passion for that. So, well, we have you on the podcast today and we're really talking about, I think, some really key things that are a buzz in our skincare industry. Um, I know last year, 2018, it's weird to say last year already, but uh, mm -hmm. 2018 marked it was quite a year for this, the trend, right? Self-care. We see everything about self-care Sunday, self-care Saturday, you know, what are you doing to kind of take care of yourself? So what I wanted mm -hmm. to do is really have a conscious conversation about how this looks in our industry. So I wanted to jump in to talk about what your personal opinion is and your professional opinion about the, the self-care and the self-care trend that's kind of really, I don't, I don't see it slowing down really in the industry or, um, or personally for consumers or professionals. Yeah, I think um, the thing with trends, like you said, Beth, is that you tend to find every year there's a different one influencing um, what's going on in the marketplace. And last year, definitely self-care was a huge part of that movement. I do completely agree with you that it's going to continue into 2019. And I think the reason for that is predominantly because of the way our lifestyles are now. They are so busy. They are, you know, most people are having to do a lot of multitasking in their life, whether it's a career, family, um, and all the other multiple jobs that go on. But equally, I think technology has played a huge, or is a, re a huge reason, should I say, as to why we're seeing more need for self-care, because people are connected in some way so much more now but also disconnected at the same time mm -hmm. um, and I, I think self-care actually takes a bit of discipline because it's very easy to um, give to other people or to get so busy in life that you do actually neglect yourself um, and as we know and I think actually some of the things I've read and I believe personally about self-care is that it's actually essential self-care it's not an indulgence it's not a treat it's not a luxury um, if you are not healthy and you're not in a good mental state as well as a physical state you you just can't actually function properly in your work and personal life so self-care should really be something we all prioritize as an, uh, something that's important to us both in our personal and professional life um, and I think it's really interesting because even companies like Apple, if you look at their trends last year with their kind of apps, self-care was actually one of the leading app trends last year in terms of downloads. Um, and there's so many different ones like Headspace and Calm, to name just a few, that people are engaging with to try and help them actually take more time out, which sounds really strange using technology to do that. 
but it's helping them to realize that they do need to think about themselves a bit more. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I'm I'm one of those people that subscribe to it. I have the Calm app. I have the Headspace app. Yeah. And I think as, you know, oftentimes too, people think about self-care is that I, ha I have to go out and take all of this time or I have to physically mm -hmm. go someplace. Like I have to go to a yoga class or go someplace to meditate. And I do agree with you that technology, it's interesting of how we now can have a quick way at our fingertips to really take a moment and focus and kind of just take the energy down and relax and, and definitely breathe. Mm -hmm. So what would be some key tips that you would have? Let's talk to the professional skin therapist who are tuning in today. How can a therapist do this for themselves? You know, both of us being skin therapists, we know that when you're in the treatment room, you are giving, you know, mm -hmm. 110% of yourself to that client and you're doing this multiple times a day. And you might be either running a business, you might have your own business, you might be, of course, trying to multitask between skin treatments and waxing and retailing, and the day gets really busy. And also, too, it can get away from you, you know, and next thing you know, you're exhausted and you haven't really kind of filled yourself back up. So what are some suggestions for a therapist to take some time and to help them get a little bit more refocused and reconnected? Yeah, I think it's really interesting because being part of the health and wellness industry, um, we are, like you said, real givers. And, and one of the reasons we go into it is because we care and we want to make a difference in people's lives, whether that's by improving their skin, helping them to relax, you know, taking time out for themselves. But more often than not, most people don't actually take time for themselves. So often when I speak to a skin therapist or a massage therapist, and I know I was definitely guilty of this when I was working, you know, full time in the industry in a treatment room. When you ask them when was the last time they actually had a treatment, it's pretty hard to pinpoint. And it seems, <laughs> yes. it seems like really strange, ago. doesn't it? <laughs> it does. And it seems, yeah, when you are part of that industry, it seems really strange that you don't actually take time out for yourself. But like you said, when you're back to back with clients, sometimes you put yourself as, as the last priority really on that list but I think it's interesting because when you are in an industry not only is it important for you to take time for yourself to recharge so that you can give more to your clients in terms of better treatments and more focus but also we're learning you know and actually by receiving treatments from other therapists and experts you actually then learn your techniques can improve, you know, you can go on to be more motivated. So there's actually a whole multitude of benefits to taking that time out um, and actually experiencing the treatments that you're giving. And I think you can also be a lot more passionate about what you do if you are on the receiving end. So I do think that when there is opportunity and people should schedule time in, whether it's their day off or there's a bit of downtime, quiet time, you know, look at it as a positive in terms of being able to recharge themselves so that they can then refocus during their busy times. I think the other thing as well is I, we're all very guilty of when you're in a treatment room every day um, and you're solidly booked, the posture tends to be one of the things that really is impacted, um, particularly if you're bent over a couch, you know, doing a skincare treatment. So you're sort of constantly looking down, you know, that's going to impact the neck and shoulders quite heavily, equally if you're massaging. So we shouldn't really underestimate the power of good posture. And it's so easy to 
have a, a poor posture quite quickly mm-hmm. so um i think making conscious efforts to adjust the treatment room not just always to your client's comfort but also to make sure as a therapist you are comfortable giving the treatment because you're both going to benefit then as well Mm. Um, I think the other challenge for many people is actually to take time out for themselves will often be the argument like you said I don't have time Mm -hmm. Um, and time is probably everybody's enemy often now in this day and age we kind of expect to do so much more within that 24-hour period than we probably ever used to do and it doesn't have to be a lot of time to take out you know even if it was just five to ten minutes in between clients to breathe and take a quiet moment in your treatment room with nobody else just for yourself would actually have untold benefits in terms of just giving you that little bit of extra boost of energy. So tiny little changes you can make in the day could actually improve your overall performance. Like everything you've said is is so spot on, especially for the fact of the posture thing. I think even sitting mm. at a desk, I'm guilty of yeah. that. You really get wrapped up in your work and next thing you know, it's like rounded shoulders and you know, you're just getting, like you said, that like kind of kink in your neck or your back starts being, you know, a little bit being uncomfortable. And then when you don't feel your best, then it starts to kind of like wear you down. You start feeling a little bit more, more tired as well. And I love what you said about only taking just a few minutes. And I know there's probably some therapists listening in saying, you know what, but what happens if I'm back to back and I don't really have that five to 10 minutes because I have to run to the front, I have to take care of products, I have to check my client out, or I have to, you know, change my linens as well. Mm -hmm. I think one of the things that really helped me when I was in the treatment room was to make sure that I did take a proper lunch. And that I did not work through my lunch, which meant that Mm -hmm. even if I just had 30 minutes that I set aside just a little bit of time, just to kind of whether it's stretch, like you mentioned, or, you know, breathe, but I know, and I'm, I'm guilty of it too. Sometimes you get going, you've got to roll and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. well, I could probably, you know, do all these emails while I'm eating, you know, eating my lunch. But then again, mm. you're not, you're not slowing down. So I think that's really impactful. But sometimes we need to think about doing just one thing and focusing on one thing. So like you said, if it's having a lunch break and actually just eating, that should be what we're focused on. Because I think a lot of people struggle now to just spend time with themselves. Mm-hmm. and nothing else so often it is such a benefit to just focus on whether it's the food you're eating so that you actually digest it properly and you yeah. get the proper nutritional benefit from it or whether it's taking that two minute break to just walk up and down or stretch do some yoga moves you know depending on what you feel comfortable with or just a few breaths you know that can completely change your mindset um, and it doesn't take a lot of effort or time. Mm-hmm. I think it's, that's perfect what you said there. It doesn't take a lot of effort or time. And I think sometimes we think that it's going to. So then the excuses yeah. start in that I need to keep pushing through my work. I don't have a lot of time. Mm-hmm. That's easier said than done. Where, yeah. like you mentioned, just getting up and away from the space that you're in, whether that's at mm-hmm. your desk or in a treatment room, gives you a different sense of energy moves your body. And I think that definitely tends to refresh you. Um, how can then a therapist on the flip side, we've been talking about them working on clients. How can a therapist help their clients achieve this sense of self-care or relaxation via a skin treatment? 
and also to allowing it to be a little bit more accessible. I think oftentimes I talk to friends who feel that, oh, if I go get a skin treatment, I'm it's going to be an hour and a half and I have all this mm. time and I can't lay still for 60 minutes. So what are some of your top suggestions for that? I think you're absolutely spot on in terms of the time because we are all so busy now and everybody's perception of how long they want to give to relaxation is different. Uh, I think the first thing and the most important thing when you have a business is to have options in terms of skincare times. So whether that be a 15 minute, something like we do at Demologic, which is a face fit, which is just a, a quick 10 minute service, but a 15 minute kind of total conversation with the client, or whether it be 30 minute pro skin treatment or a full 60 minute, or some people love 90 minutes, that's fine. You know, but I think giving the client permission to choose the amount of time they wish to give to relaxation and not everybody wants to get undressed and you know completely immersed in that whole experience. Some people do want to just hop on, give themselves 30 minutes and focus of, you know, switching off and then completely go back to their day job. Um, on the flip side of that, the other thing I would say is that as a therapist, we also have to respect the client's time. So sometimes we might think, oh, I've got an extra 10 minutes, I'll add on a little bit more, you know, they'll love that. But what about if you're customer has actually only blocked out 60 minutes for that treatment has only put in so much for the car park ticket um, and then has to go and pick up their children for example that actually coming off the couch and coming out of the treatment room to find that they're running late could then completely evoke a huge stress response so i think we have to be conscious that sometimes we need to respect the time we're booking out and that's the time that customer has said yeah I, I give permission for you to to spend time on my skin for that amount of time um, and that way they will walk out feeling that they've benefited from the time they've spent with you and you know that you've given everything you need to within that time so I, I think definitely having options for skincare making it more accessible therefore also more affordable for different budgets is is so important because if everyone sees them as still as a luxury, it's such a missed opportunity because you only have the one skin your whole life. It's so important to take care of. And, you know, there are so many difficult skin conditions and problems that need expert advice and care. Um, so it's not just about stepping in somewhere to, to relax, but also it can help your health and wellness of your skin by going and seeing a professional, whether that be for 10 minutes, 30 minutes, 60 minutes. Um, I think the other thing as well is the language we use because for a customer, a consumer that's not in our industry, if they're going through the internet, you know, Google searching for businesses, um, reading people's websites or on social media or just looking at a treatment menu or walking past a business, it has to be able to grab them in consumer friendly language. So if we are, you know, using words like self-care, and you know health of the skin and you know all of the words that indicate that it's not a luxury that it's an essential um, and that the time they spend with us is valuable time then it's more likely I think to resonate with the customer too and the other thing I'd say as well is if you have got a um, business where you are doing lots of different style of treatments and so not just skincare you know there's an opportunity to introduce skincare and touch um, through every treatment really that you do so whether it's um, 
nail therapies for example like hand and feet treatment you know you're always introducing touch through that way um, and how the skin is cared for on that part of the body but equally if you were doing simple treatments like eyelash tinting or you know while the tint's on you can massage their scalp so there's so many ways that you can introduce people to the benefits of touch in a very simple inexpensive way mm -hmm. i think those are, those are all amazing tips i love the point that you made about just because you might think that 60 minutes or 90 minutes is the ultimate time for someone to relax. Maybe they just need, like you said, that 10 minutes, just that 30 minutes kind of disconnecting. And the power of touch is so key. Number one, to help really, you know, change the way a person feels is very key and a very uh, key important point for Dermalogica is that just by laying your hands on someone's skin, that mm -hmm. immediately starts to change the way that they're feeling. It can help to lower stress levels. And I think just like you said too, even the services that may not necessarily seem like they're de-stressing, um, mm -hmm. like having an eyebrow shaping or a lash tenting. I also think remembering back in the treatment room, I remember my clients who would come in for some of those shorter services were just so thankful to just stop. For a minute yeah. and just kind of lay down and relax and let someone else take care of them. And yeah. I think it's, you know, it's a great responsibility that we have as skin therapists to really make sure that what we're doing is having a positive impact on someone's physical and emotional well-being. Because like you mentioned, this, you know, this client has taken the time and has selected you to perform their service and is really open and, and trusting. So I think when you have that connection and that relationship too, it's super important. So you also mentioned earlier in the podcast about how we're, we're so much more connected in the, yeah. um, in the world today by technology, but it also is kind of leaving us a little bit disconnected. So I know mm -hmm. right now, that Dermalogica, um, we've actually, it's so, super exciting. We've just launched a new skin enhancement to kind of work hand in hand with our Pro Skin 60. And that's called the Digital Detox. And that's also a huge thing right now that is out there where people are de detoxing from their devices, right? They're putting yeah. down the phone, they're stepping off social media, and they're really trying to reboot, recharge, and revitalize. So let's just have a quick conversation about what this new service enhancement, the digital detox means for um, the therapist. And I love the information about how we can even help them from that notorious, they call it tech neck, right? From looking <laughs> down at your phone and your laptop um, as well. So I'll let you go ahead and take us through the digital detox. Again, I think this is, I mean, I've had to actually take a really hard look at myself, actually, when I was thinking about how technology has invaded my life. And I, and I say invaded because actually it has. It's kind of invaded into my personal life from my professional life. And it does it so easily without you realizing. It's really interesting that some phone devices now have got screen time um, sections that you can go into to mm -hmm. see how much screen time you've actually had, yeah. which is quite scary, actually, if you've ever done that. It is. It's shocking. Yeah. You don't think you've been on there that long. Next thing you know, yeah. you've just lost like three hours to Pinterest. Yeah. I mean, just what just scrolling. Yeah. <laughs> just scrolling. Mindless. But <laughs> you're thinking that it's, it's not. It's only been 15 minutes, but it's really been like an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. And actually, there's a really interesting study I read where um, 
The average attention span for a goldfish is about nine seconds. And according to a new study by Microsoft Corporation, they say that people generally now lose their attention span in eight seconds. So we actually have an attention span less than a goldfish now, which is pretty scary. And that's partly in part to the lifestyle and the digital impact that it's having on the brain. Mm -hmm. um, and something else I read recently, which I thought was really interesting, is that the millennials are now more forgetful than often the senior generation. And that's, again, down to this multi-exposure to the brain of this constant bombardment. And you find it very hard to then focus when so technology is constantly coming in with so many different images and stimuli that it's very easy to, and I, and I know I certainly can feel that myself, that sometimes I do become a lot more forgetful when you are looking at so many different forms of technology. Um, but, you know, obviously it has its pluses. It, it allows us to be hugely connected, you know, particularly for me where I work internationally with so many markets. But the, the downside of it is this impact it's having on our health and our mental health as well as our our physical health as well, I think is important. So for our, um, our PSTs, it's something that's gonna be really resonating with their customers and their consumers. And where I think we will ha always have success in business is when we tell a story that connects with the audience. And this story will definitely connect with pretty much everybody out there because actually when you look at the statistics, nearly everybody has a smartphone now or some sort of device. Um, and they are going to be guilty of probably overindulging in a lot of technology. Um, and it could be impacting problems like their sleep patterns, which you know, when our sleep is impacted, it impacts our skin and our skin health, as well as um, obviously our ability to function you know, properly in the day. So the, the problem with technology is it's 24 seven. Um, whereas before we would have time to switch off and reset, we don't so much have that reset button anymore. So I think for the um, PST, if they can use the story of digital detox to connect with that customer's life and talk to them about how, and it's reframing, isn't it? Because we know there's a 60 minute treatment on their menu or a 30 minute treatment, but as soon as you reframe that in a way where you're saying, do you need to take time out from technology? Do you need to take a step back? Do you need some time for yourself where you can just disconnect, but fully connect in terms of the human connection um, and benefit from more glowing, radiant, healthy skin, as well as obviously relaxation. So the story, I think, is the key thing. If you can give a clear message that's going to connect and someone says, oh, my gosh, you're spe they're speaking to me. That's me. I don't put my phone down or I find it really hard to disconnect. I'm, I'm going to go and book in for that treatment because all of a sudden I've seen it in a very different light, not just as a massage or a skincare treatment, but as an opportunity for me to detox from technology, but obviously benefit my skin at the same time. Um, and I think the other thing as well is, is sharing some fun facts. So if you do have the statistics available, like at Demologica, we provide a lot of education to support the story of digital detox. So you can use some of those statistics, which are quite, which are quite startling, to create that sort of shock effect in people and then give them the solution. So when you are talking to them about the problem that's occurring, what we can do to help solve that. Um, I think there's also a lot of, uh, it's a huge story around mental health and digital detox links to that. And taking time for yourself is one of the, the best ways that you can help that situation. So it's another way to sort of talk about somebody just taking time for them. 
I think the other thing I would love to just mention is that um, the other thing you said about human touch being so important and technology is kind of meant that we are a bit more disconnected. It's interesting actually that the generation of 18 to 34 year olds in a recent study said that they feel more lonely than the over 55s. Now we tend to think of the older generation as being the ones that are potentially going to be lonely, but actually this newer generation who are living through their smartphones or devices and not actually connecting with real people are starting to feel really lonely. And so it's a scary thought for the future. So we have a real opportunity to create that community, that connection in our businesses. The other thing that's um, what happens really with technology is that it keeps that nervous system in fight or flight mode. So when you are, and I don't know if you've ever experienced this, Beth, but I know when I've done the wrong thing and I've worked late at night and I've been looking at my emails way past the time I should have done, oh. I then find it really hard to go to sleep because my nervous system has been kicked back into that sort of fight or flight yeah. mode, that autonomic nervous system. So I'm all alert and I take quite a long time to come back down into that sort of parasympathetic nerve, which is the one that switches you off and helps you go back into relaxation mode. So um, it, that's where I say where it does invade into, into people's personal lives. So it's really important to take that time just to step away from technology. So we are seeing a bigger yeah. movement to people having like screen free days or, yeah. you know, managing their screen time, walking away, turning off their apps, notifications. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of things and tips that are out there now to help yeah. people get the benefit of technology, but also manage it yeah. at the same time. And taking it out of the bedroom. I mean, I think it's another oh. thing too. A lot of yeah. us, like, you're like, oh, well, my alarm clock is on there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you know what? You can yeah. actually set an alarm in other ways. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, just the studies I have alone about actually having your cell phone, your mobile device sitting on your nightstand mm. in your bedroom and how that actually can impact the way that you sleep, your, you know, your mm. brain waves. If you don't turn your notifications off, you're not really getting, you know, restful yeah. sleep. And as you said – when you're sleep deprived, it definitely, you know, shows on your skin. Mm. Uh, exactly. Mm. So I think that's, that's so key. And, and I, I love how you're talking about just really the benefits of stepping away um, from technology. And we're all, mm. I, I'm right there with you. And I've done that before. Where I'm like, okay, just one last email yeah. <laughs> before I go to sleep. Let me put this post up really quickly, you know, and this, you stay awake because now you've just rubbed up your brain yeah. and it doesn't really know exactly what time it is. And so suddenly mm -hmm. you're going into all of this. So yeah, I think that, and focus is so key. Would you agree? Yeah, because that's the problem when you are, um, like we said, the attention span has declined and declined and declined over the years because of the amount of different stimuli that we have. You know, like you can go from looking at the news on your phone to the next minute having an email pop in to the next minute going to social media. And so it's it's very hard, therefore. So concentration and focus. And in fact, there's um, a lot of study now being done by different corporations and businesses about productivity of their workforce and how it's impacted by so many different um, opportunities for them to connect with technology and how it, it prevents them from focusing really properly on one thing because they keep flitting between so many things. So I think focus is a huge thing. Um, and like we said, because of your body clock and your circadian rhythms, 
when you should be switching off, if you're still looking at a screen, even if you've dimmed it, you know, you still are tricking the mind into thinking that it's in daytime mode. So it finds it harder to reset and get sleep. So like you said, Beth, taking it out of the bedroom is is a must if you're really battling with sleep. And I think with the digital detox, the the story behind it is so impactful because it really does affect, you know, really anyone who's so yeah. connected to technology. And the treatment itself, the service enhancement, I mean, it really fits into your ProScan 60 mm. perfectly because especially during the modules of um, touch therapy, which I'll talk about in just a second, being able to really customize that massage. Um, and then also to just allowing them to really go into like deep treatment with the different types of layering and the masking and just mm. really taking this to a different level. I love the fact that it highlights the contour mask, which is one of my favorites, has that really mm. like kind of enveloping cocoon effect on the mm. skin. And the benefits, of course, are, are so amazing. And so I think this yeah. is something that's going to be really easy for a therapist to actually um, implement into their ProSkin 60 services. And I love how you talked about the storytelling of having the even the client think a little bit differently about mm. this, the self-care, detoxing, stepping away from digital, getting a little mm. bit more quiet and definitely more centered. Um, yeah. So I kind of want to switch gears just a little bit because we talked a lot about the power of touch here um, in, our, in our past conversation. And that, again, is a key, really a key strong pillar for Dermalogica. So mm. I want to dive in talking a little bit more about the science behind massage and how it benefits the skin. I think a lot of consumers sometimes think that massage is just a, like a feel-good application or it's just yeah. something that's added into it. But actually, the research and study shows that there's just so many overwhelming benefits um, to that during a treatment. And even, even if you're booking in just for like a ProSkin 30 and you're really just focusing on touch therapy and ways to kind of relax and detoxify the skin. So what do you mm -hmm. think, um, you know, what we could share with our listeners today about giving a little bit them a little bit more science behind the benefits of, of massage? I think, as you said, Beth, our human touch is such a basic fundamental need. You know, since since you're a baby, you know, you require human touch. It's something that humans need. It's not a luxury or, or um, an indulgence. It's something we actually need every day, a level of human connection and touch. But most, one of the main reasons is because our skin is actually a sensory organ. So if you think about your skin and if you take just a very small part of your skin, maybe the size of a quarter or a 10p piece here in the UK, it's got thousands of different nerve endings and blood vessels and, you know, sweat glands and just it's a living, breathing organ. So, you know, just when a feather touches your skin or a hair and you think of spiders suddenly crawling up your arm, um, I've done that on many occasions. Um, it's incredible how sensitive it is to touch. But there's actually... Um, some recent research that I was reading uh, recently um, where there's different types of nerve fibers we've actually got in our skin and there are some that are called slow nerve fibers that allow us to it links with the limbic system of the brain which is kind of responsible for emotion and feeling and 
that is often initiated just through stroking. So like you said, Beth, just by putting on a moisturizer or cleansing your skin or having someone stroke your skin, you touch your skin, that initiates those slow nerve fibers and has an impact on the brain and helps to lower the cortisol level. So it helps to really bring about more of a peace and a sense of calm um, to your mental health as well as your sort of the impacts it's going to have on the skin. So we might think that just by cleansing the skin and applying moisturizer, we're not doing a lot, but actually just by virtue of the fact that you're touching the skin, you are having an incredible impact on that person. And that's why we shouldn't underestimate how privileged we are to have the opportunity to touch our clients through our skincare treatments, through a massage that we're doing, um, because it does have such a huge impact on them, their skin as well as their, their body and their mind. And the other thing I think as well is that we know that um, there are certain hormones that are released through human connection. Um, one in particular is our oxytocin hormone. Uh, this is the one, actually, it's kind of um, an inbuilt stress mechanism to help control stress levels. So you release oxytocin when you are in a bit of a crisis and it's really a cry for help. So it's a way for you to try to reach out to someone. So it might be that you need a cuddle because you're really upset and you're going through a traumatic time. And, uh, you know, I've had that before, you know, with my husband where you might be having a bit of a conflict, but just all you want is a cuddle. And as soon as they give that to you, you all of a sudden feel so much better. Yeah. And that's partly because of this inbuilt hormone that we have called mm -hmm. oxytocin. There's a really interesting TED talk called How to Make Stress Your Friend. Um, which is so interesting on that subject and talks about this inbuilt mechanism we've got for protection really. And if you think about it, just by virtue of our industry, we're helping to release a lot of that to the client because we often will start the treatment by touching their shoulder. You know, we are a much more touchy feely industry and, you know, through massage and through connection, you're going to be releasing that into the body. So that's going to really help to improve the client's well-being and, and ability to cope because when you're releasing that, you feel more that you can yeah, cope really with mine. You do. You actually get that sense of like, like you mentioned, just having that, that cuddle, that hug, or just even yeah. like a squeeze on the shoulder. You actually feel yourself kind of relax. Like you just kind mm. of feel like the surge of like, okay, you know, it just yeah. kind of helps you go from being really tense and, and clenched mm. and stressed and anxious to really yeah. dropping that down. And um, and knowing as a skin therapist that you have that effect on, you know, taking someone who might come into your treatment room at about a level 10 because they've mm. had a really rough day at work or they've got, um, you know, distressed due to some personal issues. But just having that human connection and that human touch is, is definitely so powerful. And it's like, you know, you're giving out doses of, you know, oxytocin. <laughs> <laughs> with every treatment I mean this is amazing right <laughs> absolutely and actually the touch therapy institute in uh, Miami they've, they've done a lot of research on touch and massage and along with oxytocin you also increase the serotonin levels which is like your feel-good chemical that you release um, and a lot of antidepressants work on trying to increase your serotonin levels so in a way it's kind of like a natural and antidepressant I'm not saying it's competing with that because for some people it isn't enough but it's a way of increasing that naturally in the body so it really helps to to again make someone feel good after a, a treatment you do walk out feeling so much better because of that human connection that touch yeah, definitely. That experience 
Um, and then, of course, there's the other benefits, because like we said, it encourages your parasympathetic nervous system. So the nervous system that's responsible for recharging your body, for relaxation, for calm. It's the one that counteracts all the flight or fight response when you're really stressed and you find it hard to switch off. So there are so many benefits. And, and more than all of those, I think it's just about connection because human connection, which so many people actually sometimes can go a whole day without. Um, they might be talking to people all the time online, but not having that physical human connection. So skincare treatments, I think, can be one of the most powerful treatments we give, along with massage te techniques. You know, it's incredible what we can achieve. Mm -hmm. And I think it's true that we talk about this a lot um, just within Dermalogica and the International Dermal Institute um, and on the podcast is that as skin therapists, you know, we touch other people unlike any other profession. Mm -hmm. The ability to really have such an impact on not only the, you know, the largest living organ of your body, your skin, but having an impact on them, you know, personally. And that's why, you know, for lever therapists listening in today, you know, that's why you have those long-term clients who stay with you through, through everything, whether it's relocating or, you know, changing, uh, changing your jobs that they love and actually appreciate the craft and the gift that you bring to the treatment, um, as well. Mm -hmm. I want to take a moment and elaborate a little bit more on, uh, Dermalogica's touch therapies. Um, I think everyone who's listening to this podcast right now is probably ready to go out and book a massage after right? <laughs> all the benefits that you've just shared. Let's hope so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And are ways to be like, how can I get that in? But, you know, dermatological, <laughs> we make it really easy. It's like we have um, these touch therapies that really affect not only the skin, but I think they also too affect the way that, that your body feels and that your mind feels. So, what are some of the, you know, some of your favorite things or what you love about our touch therapies? And we've got some good ones. Yeah. I, do you know what I absolutely love about the way our treatments are designed is that modular approach, like you said, Beth. So you can actually choose the type of touch you want to have in a treatment. You know, for me as a client, I feel very cheated if my neck and shoulders have not been massaged, you know, because that's where I carry all my tension. And my scalp is my absolute favorite because we have a touch therapy, a scalp touch therapy, which for me, I don't know anybody yet that has managed to stay fully awake or nice. <laughs> yeah because it's just so incredibly relaxing and so for me that's my ultimate if I can have that then I know I'm going to really switch off in a treatment yes but the, scal the scalp is definitely my favorite and I have short hair and I'm and yeah. I it's just something about the way that you know yeah. that your scalp the, the stimulation and the relaxation component for for that mm. is probably why so many people love to get their hair shampooed yeah, absolutely. Well too, right. Relaxation. Yeah, definitely. So I think giving the choices is, is, is great. You know, being able to add on that element of which type of, you know, where are you holding your tension? You know, where does stress impact you? And then adjusting the touch therapy to suit that, which is why it's great when you can go and learn all these different varied techniques, whether it's neck and shoulder, scalp, you know, whether it's for the face, like a pressure point massage, if, you know, if you're suffering with, you know, the puffy eyes and the sallow skin from lack of sleep, for example, then you're probably going to want to have something like a pressure point massage instead. So it just gives you so much flexibility as a skincare therapist, which I think is so wonderful to be able to adjust your 
touch to suit your customer because you know otherwise if we're doing the same routine neck and shoulder massage with every person that has a mask on we are losing that that opportunity to customize our treatments and that's what i really love also what i love is you know you could go for a pro skin 30 treatment and just have a touch therapy if you yeah, wanted to exactly after you've had a cleanse and then you know moisturize so if you really wanted to to go and relax that you know that's what i think is so wonderful about our treatments is that flexibility um and that touch is such an integral part of that mm -hmm, mm -hmm, definitely and it's, it's customized like you said mentioned like every step of the way especially with those modules and mm -hmm. i think being um as a skin therapist really being clear about that um with your mm -hmm. clients when you're doing your pro skin 30 and pro skin 60 is that you know these are different treatments every time based upon what their needs are and they don't have to be in a cookie cutter you know treatment yeah. and yeah. i like to what you brought up about the point of really um the the client can actually choose what type of touch therapy that they mm -hmm. want because where you and i are loving right the scalp yeah. massage not everybody yeah. maybe is a fan of having uh, their scalp touched or some people don't even, I don't know why, but they don't like necessarily a neck and shoulder yeah, uh, yeah. massage. They maybe they'd rather have something, you know, strictly done for like sinuses or headache mm. you know, or issue yeah. um, on their skin. So I'm so glad that you brought that up. And of course, mm. with the touch therapy, there are definitely some dermatological key professional only products, right, yeah. that we use during this. So um, especially now, not only with the the trend of, of self-care, but also to skincare products that go with it. And aromatherapy is definitely back mm. in that, um, back in that list of kind of top ingredients or top products that even consumers are looking for. I don't think aromatherapy ever really fell out, no. but I no. think it kind of maybe was downplayed for just a moment. And now yeah. it's really, like you said, it's about really affecting the skin um, with the power of touch, releasing those really happy hormones within the body, um, affecting, but we know that aromatherapy actually can even affect the, the limbic portion um, of the brain. So I'd like to talk about our additives and our new massage gel cream, which actually got released to our professionals last year. Um, yeah. So our additives for those tuning in are basically, we're talking about essential oils, right? Mm and being able to really um, tap into not only skin benefits, but also to inhalation. So what do you, what do you love about our, our additives and our, our essential oils? What I love about the additives is, again, the flexibility in terms of you'll be able to really adjust how you use them to suit the type of touch therapy you're doing. So whether you use them on their own for a pressure point massage, for example, which doesn't really require a lot of slip and glide, or whether you add them into our new massage gel cream to really customize that massage medium that you're using. But equally, they can be used for inhalation. So, you know, if you have a person that's just come in from their work, you know, all their lifestyle, and they're really busy, just like we said, breathing is actually one of the most basic techniques, if you do it right, to really help to relax yourself and to, to center yourself. So when you combine that with essential oils, because like you said, Beth, because the molecules are taken in through the nose and then they directly impact that limbic system of the brain, which is the emotional part. So that's why you can be so impacted by a smell. Suddenly it can bring back an emotional reaction. But we can equally affect the sense of well-being. And, and what I love about our additives is we have three different types, which not only do they have skin benefits, 
but they also have benefits in terms of how they impact our emotional well-being as well so they may be more focused on relaxation or it might be more about revitalizing the mind and clearing the mind so we can choose them for so many different options which is what i think makes them so wonderful to use in a professional skin treatment but more than that like you said there's nothing worse than having a skin treatment or a massage or a touch therapy and being left to feel greasy and you know as if the product is just sitting on the surface of your skin and not really benefiting your skin so what i love about the additives is that they have skin benefits each of them have very individual skin benefits so you would choose them to suit what obviously in consultation and your face mapping skin analysis you've discovered about your client so you're going to get the skin health benefit as well as the you know wellness and well-being for the client as well through that inhalation that we talked about um, the blends I love because they're lightweight, so they are, you know, easy to apply to the skin. They're very economical. You don't need a lot of them. And like we said, you can then go on to layer your other products on top and they don't create a barrier. So they just enhance the treatment, which I think is so important. Um, my personal, well, this is the other thing I would say as well to any skin therapist that uses Dermalogica is you'll probably have a personal favorite. Oh yeah. But don't, don't make <laughs> Don't make that the one you use on every single customer. Right? Comes yeah, to just because you yeah. love lavender doesn't mean that yeah. everybody wants to have it, right? As well. What's yeah, what, what's your um? So you mentioned we have we have three, right? We have our clearing, our yeah. revitalizing, yeah. and soothing. our soothing. Yeah, yeah. I think what's interesting too. I just want to bring up before we move forward is that back to the point you made about the therapist um actually mindfully choosing the right you know, oil, yeah. essential oil, that's going to be beneficial for the client's skin. I don't think all consumers know that, that there is actually a, a thought process into that. Um, yeah. But maybe you could take a moment and take us through the additives and some of the, well, number one, what your favorite one is, because I'm sure everybody <laughs> wants to know. I have mine. And yeah. then um, just some of the, the features and benefits with those. You know, it's funny, actually, Beth, because I do find my personal choice does change depending on my mood. I've always suffered badly with acne um, and I have always loved the smell of the clearing additive, which is actually the one that is best suited for someone that's got more of a congested breakout prone skin. I think I love the, the fact that it's quite a fresh smell as well. So it's got more of that um, citrusy lemongrass smell. It's got the ylang ylang, which are all very good at sort of helping to detoxify, reclarify the skin. Um, but it's also got great antioxidant properties. So I love the clearing additive for that reason. But I think the one that everybody tends to go to as a favorite is soothing additive. That that tends to be the default one for most yeah, skin therapists yeah. that I talk to. <laughs> You're totally right. Yes. It's so and that's, lovely, I think, though. It's so amazing. It's so nice. And I know if I'm stressed, that's one that I will kind of go to just to inhale because it does really, and I, obviously it has lavender within it, which we know is without a doubt one of the most proven essential oils for bringing about relaxation, for calming the mind and lifting your mood. Um, so that's probably one of the reasons why it's used so heavily because a lot of people are highly stressed and need it. Um, but it's also got um, our Avena Sativa, our oat kernel oil, which is really a therapeutic, it's not an essential oil, but it's a therapeutic oil. So it soothes and calms the skin. And that's what I love about all of our additives is they have a blend of essential oils and they also have a therapeutic oil. 
So the blend of essential oils is great for the skin and the mind. And then the therapeutic oil is really benefiting just the skin. So that makes them, I think, quite unique. And then finally, the revitalizing additive, which the name pretty much says what it does. It is there for somebody that's got more of a dull skin, an aging skin, a skin that's a bit lackluster, needs a boost. Um, and you've got sandalwood, neroli, you know, all of which are, are great essential oils for sort of stimulation and revitalization. Um, and you've got that rose of winter seed oil, which is a really great one for regeneration of the skin. So if you think about the benefits of both when you're applying these additives you really are impacting so many different senses yeah. the skin as well as the, the sense of smell yeah they're really they're really a powerful addition yeah. to have in your in your back bar especially when it comes to doing massage whether as you mentioned whether you are adding it into your massage gel cream or you're layering mm -hmm. um, i think that's definitely a key thing um, and as I mentioned, massage gel cream actually just um, launched last year, and I'm obsessed with this because yeah. it is super lightweight, um, completely fragrance-free, which of course, you know, we don't put fragrance in any of our dermalogica products mm -hmm. whatsoever, but the amount of slip that you get is, is fantastic. Um, so let's talk about some of the science behind, behind this product that just came out. Yeah. I think like you said, one of the things I absolutely love as a therapist using this product is it's a, it's a sort of a hybrid product, isn't it? Because it's like a gel cream consistency. And then once you start using it, it turns into an oil. And it's just, it blows my mind every time I use it because you need so little of the product. But as you work with it, it gets more and more slip and glide but it's not heavy, it's very lightweight on the skin. So the client doesn't feel that greasy feeling or you know that occlusive feeling of typical massage creams that we would kind of think of traditionally. Um, but it's also very nourishing. So it's a blend of safflower oil, sunflower oil and vitamin E, you know, all of which have really great qualities to help in, enhance that lipid barrier of the skin, bring about nourishment and hydration into the skin tissues. As we talked about, it is completely customizable as well. So you can add those additives. It's very flexible, whether you're using it on the face, you know, neck, chest area, or if you wanted to use it in a back massage, for example, it does give you that real flexibility within your treatments. But it's also got really advanced technology because it's got that motion activated oil technology. So like we said, it starts as this sort of gel cream hybrid and then moves into more of an oil consistency. And that's because we've used that state of the art um, emulsion technology, which allows us to trap more oil molecules, but also allows us to disperse them slowly um, with friction so that they sort of burst into the, onto the skin tissues and give us that slip and glide. Um, and I, I've never worked with anything quite like it. It's just a, an incredible product to use. And also it's great because we can leave it on within the treatment if someone's got more of a dry skin that really needs that nourishment without worrying about it creating a barrier to the the next level of products obviously we can fully remove it easily without any residue on the skin but once again it's a really prescriptive customizable flexible product for us to really enhance our treatments and particularly you know with the touch therapies it's going to be one of your go-to products i think for so many clients yeah i just i think it just has really changed the way that our therapists are using um massage cream, so to speak, mm -hmm. you know, um, in their treatment room. I think a lot of 
um, like you mentioned, consumers sometimes feel like they're going to be left over, like feeling like heavy or greasy or the product's going to be like, you know, in their hair or um, as a therapist, you know, you're worried about it like on your sheets or in the gowns that you're using. And I'm finding that we're really getting such great results for it. And it's good for all skin conditions. Right. Yeah. Which, you know, traditionally people that have more of a congested skin tend to be quite scared to use products like or don't want to have products like this on their skin. But everybody I've used it on so far just loves the lightweight feeling of it and how it does. It feels like it's benefiting the skin as opposed to just leaving a residue on the surface. So, yeah, it gives us such flexibility, which is wonderful. So I kind of want to circle back around to what we kind of started off in the podcast talking about. And that is all about this kind of trend or this movement, so to speak, on uh, self-care. So there's so much spinning around right now on social media. I've seen these things like hashtag self-care Sunday, hashtag, you know, self-care Saturday. I think there's more to it, though, than just snapping a selfie of yourself with a mask on and right. And like we're calling it Um, Mm self-care. What about what about any business advice um, to, for a skin therapist to kind of tap into this trend for self-care. I mean, I started playing around with hashtags. I was like, what about like hashtag treatment time or, you know, hashtag self-care is skincare and, and Mm -hmm. letting people think about it a little, a little differently. What's some, some business advice? Cause I know you also too have great experience in that area in our industry um, that you could share with our listeners today. I think one of the main things would be um, education. So if you can share some education with the customer, they'll feel more empowered to make better decisions about how they care for their skin, their health. So we have such a great opportunity because like you said, Beth, we create like a community really within the business where people you know, want to feel connected and want to come back. So we could use that platform to create little events where we maybe did make it about self-care um, and about you know digital detox like we said and different subjects that talk about more the skin health you know how do we keep our skin our body and our mind healthy you know we can use all of those connected and create little events where we can share tips and techniques and you know it might be showing them a pressure point massage they can do at home with one of our our home care products like overnight repair serum for example or it might be you know just by applying their moisturizer you know the impact they're having on their skin and and giving them some healthy tips you know that we can offer them as skincare professionals you know in our industry equally the other thing I think we have to think about is our treatment space so when you are conducting treatments that you are hoping your client is going to switch off and enjoy um, their time with you then make sure you have created a retreat and that for that time they're with you they do feel completely like you said Beth safe and you know they can trust you they're in your hands Um, and I think we have to think about the senses because our senses are so profound when you lay on a treatment couch um, and you start to relax all of a sudden like your hearing is so much more Um, alerted than it was before so just dropping a bottle back onto the trolley or the back bar or you know a door slamming all of a sudden feels really loud so I think it's really important as a therapist to sometimes lay in your own treatment room and listen to the sounds that go on to see whether actually it is a retreat you're creating a space where they can completely switch off Um, and try and 
not you can't physically remove people's technology from them but try and talk to them about you know maybe you could have a little box for technology to go into when they come into the treatment room and then they can pick it back up afterwards um, particularly for skin treatments and massage where you know you want them to really enjoy the full experience with you um, so think about all the senses and how they're evoked within that treatment space i think is, is definitely one thing we have to focus on um, also, I think going back to what I said at the beginning, the story, if you can use the story to connect with people, you're going to make your business much more attractive to them. So, you know, if you can use, whether it's personal experiences or whether it's um, studies that you can back up and support, but also consumer friendly, you know, uh, is going to really help people connect with what you're doing in your businesses. Um, sharing your top tips of the week you know what's your top tip on relaxation on self-care you know and that could maybe be shared amongst the team because you know sometimes there are a team of skin care experts that could share tips um, and again coming back to what i said it's not an indulgence it is a necessity to take time for yourself and to care for your skin and your health and well-being um, and that's what we need to think about with everything we're communicating. Excellent. Thank you so much. I think that's, you really tapped into, especially about creating that retreat for your clients, mm -hmm. right? And tapping into all five of their senses, because especially when you're working in that environment every day, sometimes you don't necessarily um, see or smell or hear all the things that are going on that I think yeah. as, a, as a client, you're a little bit more tuned into, right? Because you're in someone else's, else's mm. space and then just really just making this you know a, about a, a time to switch off and really create mm. that really kind of de-stressing um very comfortable space as well well angela this has been such an amazing podcast i've enjoyed every minute with you as i always do i want to just thank you yeah thank you so much for joining us today we truly appreciate you and your time i mean you've definitely taken the time out to really offer your advice, your expertise, um, your inspiration, definitely your passion for skincare and your knowledge and just your overall love of the industry um, shows and absolutely everything you do. So we're just so fortunate to have you. So thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you, Beth. It's been an absolute privilege. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Living Skin. And don't forget to rate and subscribe to this podcast. If you have any topics you'd like for us to feature, send an email to livingskinpod at dermalogica.com. And until next time, cheers to living in your healthiest skin.